Get ready for Crack the Customer Code, your audio guidebook for creating incredible customer journeys. So, Jeannie, we have spoken many, many times about airline customer service. What we have we, indeed. Yes, exactly. But what we have not spoken about, or possibly at all, but certainly not much, is airport customer service. Now, uh-huh. I think we touched on this tangentially, and it's a big question of who owns the experience, right? Like that's mm-hmm. one of the things we've always said has been a challenge for airlines is that they don't own so much of what we associate with the flying experience, TSA, the lines, the transportation within the terminal, the parking, all of this. What I was really happy to see, I'd be happier if it was an airport I went to more often, but <laughs> what I was really happy to see was that DFW actually has, that's Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, mm-hmm. actually has a customer service command center. They are taking charge of customer service uh, for the airport itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really cool. I think great find for us to discuss because they call it their experience hub. And it really is a command center for people who are, you know, working in kind of all different areas of the airport, but they all work together in this hub to make sure that they're prepared. And one of the things that stood out to me was, to your point about it's hard to know who owns what um, in an experience like traveling, like leaving and going to the airport and getting on a plane. There are so many different players in that experience. And one of the things they do is they work with the TSA to really pay attention and watch what's coming up as far as passenger numbers and things like that. But they have uh, officers from their from the TSA planning department actually work with them uh, at this experience hub. So I thought that was pretty forward thinking of everybody involved. Well, right. I mean, that's the one of the most amazing things is just that they have the hub, mm-hmm. right? They have this command center that does what, Jeannie? I think we've talked about this a thousand <laughs> times, views the experience and its totality, yes. right? Instead of having a bunch of disparate departments that don't speak with each other, don't communicate with each uh-huh. other, they put it all together to view it as experience. And just that mental shift alone, Jeannie, right. just that idea of saying, hey, these are our customers. This is an experience as opposed to, all right, we've got, you know, the lost baggage people and they just send them back to the airlines and we've got TSA and they do their thing and that mm-hmm. is right. Getting everyone to work together for a cohesive experience is just a game changer as far as perspective, mm-hmm. if nothing totally. else. Totally. And I think it's really great that they're kind of embracing this as more than just what we've seen in the past for something like a social media tracking device, they're really using, they are using that as part of the, what they're reviewing. And, you know, the example in the article we read was about how if a frustrated mom tweeted something, hashtag DFW about, you know, I ran out of diapers and I've got to get on my flight, they might send somebody out with some diapers for her. Like that's the kind of level of care they're trying to provide, which is awesome. But they're not only looking at you know, exactly what customers are saying in the moment and complaining about or that type of thing. But they're also really trying to look ahead. And one of the things that they talk about is that they take into consideration things like, okay, 
when the weather does this, <laughs> we know that we're going to have these kinds of challenges for the passengers in the airport. So what can we do proactively about that? What can we, how can we plan on that? And they create what she called, uh, or what the manager called uh, playlists, which I thought was so interesting, but it's, it's a way to really proactively try to control what they can and proactively try to communicate with all the people who interact with these customers on a daily basis what we can do in this moment and get ready for this and it's time to you know look ahead at the weather and make sure you know what's happening and that way it's not this overwhelming sense of i'm in this alone too for the employees which i thought was really creative and a great way to think about it instead of kind of a crisis management plan, think about it as, okay, we know this is going to happen, so let's deal with it. And it's a much more positive outlook. So kudos to them. I like this. Well, yeah. I mean, they're they're doing the first thing you need to do mm -hmm. in a logistics-based business. Yeah. They're managing the <laughs> logistics, right? They're making sure they have the adequate supply to meet demand, which in this case is staffing you know, checkpoints and bomb-sniffing dogs mm -hmm. and all these kinds of things, right? That they are... Uh, doing based on predictive and the playlists and mm -hmm. predictive behaviors and all these things. But I think what's really, I think the thing that struck me in this article was just the idea that they're yes. taking ownership because there is a very, you know, amorphous sort of gray area between mm -hmm. who owns the experience. And they, they talked about an example of somebody who was flying in from India. He ended up at Dallas, but was supposed to go right. to Dallas, which is in Washington, D.C., for those who don't fly, right? And the daughter called asking for help. And they sent someone to find him, explain what happened, to stay with him until they got him on a flight to Dallas. And I would think right. that the airline would right. have been doing I, all that. I, I was struck by that example as well. Right. It's like they really did own the fact that it was their airport. And so they were going to help this customer. And I think that's really something that everybody should look at and think, what are we, what could we own? You know, how could we take this on? Because it's making, it's, it's going really well for them. They've won some major customer service awards. And now other airports are sending out teams to go check out what are they doing here? What, how are they doing this so well so that they can learn from it and bring it back to their airport? So I mean, maybe, maybe travel experience will get a little better. What do you think? Uh, I think we're going to have to make sure the yes, TSA agents well, are paid for their time first. That's an important first, factor. But, <laughs> um, when, uh, yes, I think, I think that's going to help. Uh, however, yeah, I, I mean, I think there are a lot of parties mm -hmm. working on it from the airlines in some ways. Now we've had some discussions about how they're not working on it, such as, you know, making bathrooms that only, um, <laughs> you can fit your wallet in, but not a person and things like that. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they are, a lot of them are trying and, um, trying to improve experience. And what I like about this, if this trend continues to mm -hmm. other airport Delta hubs, <clears throat> um, it's nice because they really are mm -hmm. the gray mm -hmm. gap in the experience. The airport is the one that can fill if the mm -hmm. if the airport takes ownership over the experience, then even when some of the other parties that may be more directly responsible for the experience, mm -hmm. you know, drop the ball or don't yep. step up when they need to, maybe the experience is better well, simply because hope, there's a backstop. I would hope, and they did go into how this was really funded, but I would hope that um, it would make sense 
for the airlines to invest in something like this together as a collaboration. Because if your passengers are being treated really well in the airport, and some of those problems that you might have to solve are actually being solved for them, then you would want to support something like this. And it sounds like DFW and this Experience Hub, they've done a great job really reaching out to all the different players there, like the TSA, like the different airlines, and really asking them for their input and advice and making sure that they're in sync with them. And I you know, would really encourage anybody listening to think about what part of the experience do we not technically own but maybe maybe there's some overlap there. Maybe there's some collaboration on behalf of the customers to deliver a better experience. Because then every single party wins. Everybody wins in that scenario. Yeah, 100%. And I think, I think that's mm-hmm. a great point. I think the airlines should be embracing this. And if for no other reason than, let me tell you the easiest way to make sure that somebody doesn't mm-hmm. get ticked off at you for a little mistake in customer service <laughs> is to make sure they're not yes. already really ticked off yes. when they get to you. Okay. <laughs> they're a little exactly. more forgiving when they exactly. haven't had the worst day of their lives for the past four hours. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, the air, if the airlines can work, mm-hmm. it, and it sounds like the DFW is a big American hub and they're uh, so it sounds like they are working with them. So I think if this model can go to other airports and the airlines can work together, I think it could really help travel. Mm-hmm. And as a frequent traveler myself. I do too. I do too. So I this like is like a idea. cheerleading episode. We're, we're basically saying keep doing what you're doing and now, you know, spread the gospel to the other airports of the world <laughs> so that... Yes, but it but it, it is a learning episode, and you already brought up the learning point, which mm-hmm. is in your business, in your organization, what experiences are your customers having that you may not technically be responsible for, but where your participation, your involvement, your ownership could dramatically improve their experience overall. And well said. Well see said. How you can is help. it time to fly away? <laughs> <laughs> yes, from that oh, segue. <laughs> Uh, well, we are owning the fact that <laughs> <Hit> it, <Jeannie. laughs> this is all us. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here with us, listeners. We we do it for you. So thank you for being part of the Crack the Customer Code community. And for those of you leaving us reviews and ratings, we so appreciate you. If you have not subscribed yet, please go ahead and do so. It helps you find our shows and it helps others find our shows. So thank you for spending your time with us. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can find out more about me at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Pork, and you can learn more about me and my keynote speaking and workshops and training at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.